Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, marks and smarks alike, we proudly welcome you to the internet's only wrestling podcast. That's right, we are the only one. We want to welcome you to Pin the Champ! Welcome to another episode of Pin the Champ as I make sure that I am, I've got my show notes up here. Uh, yeah, so guess what? Uh, in front of me, I've got, literally in front of me, I've got Song. Hello. I've got Kyle. Guess who's back? Yep, and me. I'm Jeremiah, of course. And this is Pin the Champ. What's up? Uh, today, we are going to be reviewing the Monday Night Raw from March 15th, 1993. We're on the way late train to WrestleMania 9, boys and girls. Choo-choo! Um, so if you'd like, uh, you know, if you haven't already, go play with your peacock until you just find the right Raw. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of peacock. You can also find it on Daily Motion. That's where I watched it when I was at work today. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to... Illegal, uh, illegal sporting, yeah, fuck, streaming. Fuck the Fed. Watch it on Daily Motion. Speaking of Peacock. Oh, they actually finally have an app on the Fire TV now. Yes, they do. long enough. Yeah. Now it's not like uh, allowing hackers into our Fire Stick by sideways loading the Peacock app. Exactly. It didn't, it didn't work. Hackers. So I had to put it on my PlayStation. <laughs> but that was fine. It was cool. That's me hacking. So yeah, anyway. Get on your Peacocks and... Watch your raw and and come listen to us. Song, where the fuck can these people find our podcast any damn way? Well, they can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, this little startup company, Amazon. Vata. Yeah. Uh, Podbeam and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, anywhere else you can find us. Apple, Spotify. Get it. Google. Tell them. Amazon. Go. Podbean and YouTube. We're on shit that I don't even know we're on. Play with your Podbean and Spotify, your friends. What's up with you guys? What uh, wrestling have you guys been watching? Um, I've been watching. I so I've been. I I think I said last week I've been watching a lot of Arn Anderson. Um, So now that Don Morocco apparently has a fucking podcast too, I went back and watched a little bit of the Rock Don Morocco, uh, some of his matches, um, some of his like early tags. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember Don Morocco was kind of like old news when I got into it in like 89. Yeah. He was already getting out of it. And I just never was like into him that much. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I was, it was like, yeah. he, I mean, he's, fine. he's a, he was like a bodybuilder, I think, right? Yeah, Wasn't he, he, like was, a, he was like one of the world's strongest men. Yeah, that's his background. So he was like one of these guys that came in. He was like a body yeah. guy. So he was like an early Vince before Hogan body guy probably, yeah. right? Well, and he kind of, I mean, he's another one of those guys who kind of borrowed a lot from um, Eddie Graham, it looks like, with the tie-dye mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, he's... Eddie he's Gra- is it Billy Graham? Billy Graham. Or Billy Graham, yeah. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Teddy Huey Graham. Teddy Graham. Teddy Graham's. <laughs> it's my favorite wrestler, yes. Teddy Graham's. Um, yeah, mm. no, but so I've been watching... I watch... I watch a lot of wrestling on YouTube um, because because mm-hmm. it's easier to digest in small bits. Oh my god! <laughs> in a three-hour. <laughs> if anyone's listened to our podcast before, they know my issue with like long matches. Long. Mm-hmm. I don't long mind the long matches as long as it's good. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the long matches so much; it's long programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I I like watching um, 
there's a guy who put together the best of the Buckhouse Stampede matches, Stampedes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll always recommend those. Cause oh, nice. Fun. You have to send me a link. Yeah, what about you guys? Well, I've seen uh, the most recent AEW show that actually mm. had live crowd on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, oh, there was a situation where I, I don't know if this was, uh, you know, um, if this was just part of the script or not, but a fan supposedly jumped mm-hmm. the guardrail uh, during MJF and uh, Chris Jericho segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's um, And then he went on Twitter and, like, tagged Jim Cornette, like, trying to get his attention that, hey, I'm that guy that jumped the... Oh, the fan yeah, Jim Cornette. Yeah. I fucking I that. hate right. when bozos think that that's the way to do it. It's like, mm-hmm. buddy, buddy, go to go to go to a training school, learn how to wrestle, wrestle, put your time mm-hmm. in, get into one of the feds, get noticed, or don't. But like, don't fucking run up on somebody else's yeah, spot. Yeah, dude. I right. Hate, that is ridiculous. I hate that shit. It's so. Like if you are That's such scary, a stupid dude. fucking right, mark right. that you think it's real, then you shouldn't be in a live event. You should be s- right. somewhere under adult supervision. And if you <clears throat> are, if you're thinking, oh, this will, I'll get over this way. This will mm-hmm. be my fucking ticket. Uh-huh. You're a moron. Yep. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. You're putting people in jeopardy. You're yep. Putting people at such risk. Whatever happens to you is hilarious. Like yeah, what, I, if, like, they if they kick the shit kick out of you, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Right, I, th- right. I, I think you, like, honestly, I think that that's, like... The song likes to jump at the rail <laughs> every time. I, I do it all the that's time. That's my gig. That's my, yeah, that's like, my gimmick. That's how he gets over his OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> song, song, he runs in without pants. He he's, has he's, to wear a mask it. to every different event, and so they'll let him in, and they'll just, they're like, sir... Um, could you please remove the lucha mask? And he's like, "No, I can't. It's my it's what's mask. it's what's covering my penis." Yeah, if I do it, then you'll know that I Just I plan on jumping in <laughs> and getting beat up by the wrestlers because that's the only way I can climax. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not song. It's just. But also, kids, just don't look. Up <laughs> don't look up that shit. But but maybe do. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> you know. Anything else you've been watching, or just the AW's been that uh, kind of stuff? Yeah, just been the AEW stuff. I was just I'm glad to see some live crowd in the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the TV, but a little bit of NXT. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, last uh, show they had, the Great American Bash, um, had the uh, I guess the blow off match mm-hmm. with Kyle O'Reilly and um and uh, Michael, not Michael Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> Please, One of the Cohen brothers. Don't fucking, give them any ideas, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> with Adam Cole, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Michael Cole is Adam Cole's dad. Maybe. Oh, that's new. That's canon. That's canon. <laughs> I uh, I've been watching pretty much all the weekly shows. I um, I too have been illegally down. No, I'm not gonna say that on the air. No, I uh, I've been watching them. I've been fully um, legally downloading. Fully, fully legally downloading them because I have a, a VPN. <laughs> um, it's been nice seeing, like you said, seeing AEW get back out on the road. Uh, WWE's about to. They haven't really gone full. They had some people at at uh, Great American Bash, but it wasn't like yeah. full people. But it's going to be soon. Uh, this Money in the Bank, I think, is going to be phenomenal. And um, I did want to mention. I wanted to get y'all's opinion on this as well. Um, particularly at, since I've been watching all the weekly shows, it's been nice seeing AEW get back onto the road. I cannot wait to see WWE. That's so hard to say. WWE really. Dub Dub E. The Dub Dubs. That's it. 
Dub, dub, e. Yeah. Dub, dub, e. But the build the money in the bank this year to me has been pretty good. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I, I think it's going to be really hype because there's going to be crowd there. So I think it's right. going to be amazing and they're going to go all out. Uh, I'll tell you who I got winning that thing. Um, you guys can give me your opinion. Do you want to give your opinion first? Do you want to hear mine? How many are yours? I got a riddle winning it. Really? Yeah, I got Riddle winning it, and I think Orton's going to come out and RKO his ass as soon as he does it. <laughs> that, oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. They've, Maybe. They I have <laughs> been. It seems like he's been featured a lot more on TV now, especially with uh, kind of TV about Orton and stuff. I've right. been saying it a while, even though I don't like some of the personal stuff that came out right. um, mm-hmm. a while back around him. I feel like his gimmick is going to really get over big time. Yeah, I think you can see it. It's going to get over. I mean, even with the Thunderdome, he has, I, like, he has the move set, um, his personality, like you said. Who doesn't like a bro? Yeah. Well, he's also, just, I mean, he's, for for those of us who don't particularly love the newest, newer product, he is a legit badass. Right. He is a MMA type guy. And mm-hmm. that, you know, for, you know, if you're a redneck wrestling fan like myself it mm-hmm. harkens back to you know when actual tough people used to be in this business yeah ab- <laughs> absolutely dude i mean it, it's it's legitimate he you know he's always talked about one that match with uh goldberg with uh, w- well right. he's also wanted a match with with lesnar Brock but Lesner, he's, he's also right. got that heat with goldberg right, because yeah. and can you imagine if he gets money in the bank yeah. goes through this feud with Orton because Orton is going to get him over big, right? Uh-huh. Because it went over Orton, yeah. a, a program with Orton. You don't get a program with Orton. You don't get a, to be a tag team partner of Randy Orton unless they got some plans for you, right? So he's teaming with Orton now. You know he's going to be feuding with Orton soon. If he wins the money in the bank, that's going to get him over big as shit. He eventually wins against whoever he wins against, and then you've got those matches lined up. Him versus Lesnar, and it's legit because he's in. he's got an MMA background. You've got him... And Lashley with their MMA background. You've got him and Goldberg with their beef. I mean, you've got three really good feuds right, right there, well, right? even though we don't. No, it's going to be no, John Morrison. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you've got? It no, could be. No, I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be King Nakamura because they continue to. I mean, they've uh, in the last mm-hmm. few years, they've, in my opinion, kind of. Misused? Misused. That's a better way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, the the money in the bank goes to like a upper mid-card guy, and then they transition him to a lower mid-card position. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think in their continuous lack of knowing how to handle Nakamura, they will they will be like, oh, we'll give him monkey. Uh, we'll give him uh, money in the bank, pal. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, See what happens. Because yeah. I think like Riddle, it's too... I mean... He already has a gimmick. Money in the bank is for somebody without a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Although King Nakamura already has a gimmick, so maybe it is going to be for fun, fucking like John mm-hmm. Morrison or Ricochet because Money in the Bank is always a it's it's a they use it to get like they used it to get Otis over as a single. They used it to get uh, fucking Baron Corbin in his like you know kind of launches King yeah. Corbin type shit. So. They, they give it to a person without a defined gimmick. So, mm. like, Nikki Cross is probably going to get it for the women. Mm-hmm. Because... Well, she's definitely got a gimmick now. <laughs> Does she? Yeah, Does Nikki she? Ash. She's now, like, a superhero. I, I know. I'm saying, is that, that a real gimmick? I mean, it is a... It's a gimmick. It's like it's, a hurricane-ish gimmick. I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
There's different schools of thought on it for sure. I, I am. I'm. Like, let the it be first known, time I saw I it, I was not a fan. Superhero Cross. Yeah, no, I liked her better as Nikki Cross. It was. It was. I get it. Her old old act was like I'm a badass, screaming crazy woman, mm-hmm. and like I everybody in that loved her like that. Yeah, though. I mean, I loved her like that too. But I th- I think when everybody in the um, division is kind of a badass woman who yells, it yeah. kind of makes it. I guess her bit was that she was Scottish, and that was kind of cool. Well, I mean, I could go down a rabbit hole here, but I feel like Sanity was a fucking huge missed God, opportunity. Like, dude. Don't even get me started. Yeah, like, I agree. The, the I fact agree. that the fact that them and the Wyatts existed at the same time and that never happened oh, was just moronic. Anyway, we could get down uh, the rabbit but, hole. But that's so my my opinion is Nakamura. it's gonna go to some. May, I you've actually been, you've been bouncing around here yeah, for a minute. I, you're, you're looking I, through the field. I, I'm gonna go back to Morrison. It's gonna go to John Morrison. I mean, you've got the the story there would be ms being the former guy and you know him trying to help and probably creating a feud there somehow down the road you could go a lot of directions with that i mean morrison is a continuous incredible performer he is a great worker he is in insane the man has like 12 abs yeah no i love i love john morrison um so maybe maybe they'll give it to him and it'll be like a boost i would like that over a little bit What's your thoughts, Song? Who's winning the money in the bank this year? And do you feel like that the build has been decent this year? Yeah. Um, I haven't really paid much attention to the Federation, but I keep up with it just like news articles and things like right. that. But um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this money in the bank. Normally, that's one of the pay-per-view that normally excites me because I like ladder matches. But mm-hmm. this year, it's just been kind of... Really? Wow. So, like, for me, like, last year, they fucked up with Otis. Like, now Otis is legit. Like, he's almost like... Yeah, he's shaved, right? Yeah, but he's, like, he's turned into a a kind of a badass, you know? But back then, giving him money in the bank was wrong, and I just don't feel like they're going to fuck up real bad two years in a row like that with, with a big money in the bank like it is, especially going back on the road. I mean... Who you think? Nice if they didn't. It'd be nice if they didn't, because the Money in the Bank is one of the most fun. It's like right up there with the Rumble. I agree, right there with TLC too. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Who's winning though? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah, I could see that. Kevin I could. Yeah. I could see that. He's I never had Money in the Bank before. I don't know. Never had any. And he'd be yeah. fun with it. Uh, you know where he'd right. be fun? AEW. He, him and AEW working. Any number of programs would be awesome. They would, oh and the God. freedom he would have the to for creative give him right. would be insane. Moving on, we got to talk about some news today, right? Yeah, no, no good news. It seems like <laughs> um, Kyle, what's uh, what's going on, and uh, what have you heard? There ain't no stopping us now. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Poor mm. Bailey, Bailey, poor Bailey has been injured for. Nine months, oof, and this, she was really kind of a, a unsung hero of the COVID era. I feel like she mm-hmm. she really did a lot when there was no fans there. I really feel like she put a lot of herself out there. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a shame. Um, they're gonna she's gonna be replaced with a suitable replacement, mm-hmm. and it's Ugh. been Friday. So yeah. does it? Has anybody seen who that replacement it's was? Carmella taking is it? Okay, yeah. spoiler mm. alert. Already, yeah. so Money Mella. Yeah, yeah, they're putting Carmella in the uh, title match, so they're moving Liv Morgan into the. 
Oh, that's into the money in the bank. Good. Okay, yeah, cool, like cool, cool. And watch Liv get it because it's like out of left field, and she just got added. They, they sometimes yeah, they do okay with that. Like, I'd be yeah, okay they with try that. Like Liv Morgan. Like I think Liv Morgan's yeah. pretty good. So I mean, uh, oh man, we we wait a minute. Was it totally irresponsible for us not to pick a women's money in the bank winner? Um, yeah, I think uh, so. did, did I did I not? I thought I said that I th- um, I, d- I don't think Nikki Cross did. is going to win it. Oh no, did, no, no, Zelina Vega is going to win it. Zelina Vega is going to win it. Yes, Zelina Vega. I choose Z- Zelina Vega. That's who's gonna win it. I don't even know the field. Uh, it is Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, mm. Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, and two more to be decided. Mm. So Carmella and Liv Morgan. No. Um, what? What do you think? Um, Dana Brooke. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Is Naomi? You said Naomi's already in there. Naomi's already in there. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how the field will will turn out. Maybe they'll like put a surprise in from NXT. Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, it'd be sweet. But she's, she's a champ. She's, she's a champ. champ. She's a champ. She can't be in. <laughs> no, you're yeah. right. Unless she's gonna, she wants the money in the bank. She's to like, I want to challenge <laughs> myself. <laughs> I like challenging myself. <laughs> I'm the only. I'm the best. How how crazy that would be. <laughs> Oh, man, but yeah, that is really sad. Um, from what I understand, wasn't Bailey injured in like the performance center? Like getting like from what the article said, like she was preparing yeah. for her her match or whatever the case Training. may be. Um, which is super sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, here's to you, Bailey. We hope you get better soon. Um, damn, that does suck yeah, though. It sucks. <laughs> Nine months too, man. Like that's not even. That's like almost. You might as well say it's a year. Well, well she can probably give us a weekly segments. update, like Randy Orton did when he was injured. Remember the uh, like Randy Orton Network or something that just interrupts people uh, promo time. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna give you an update. Right. She can do that. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Cool. Yeah. And d- more WWE release news. So look, Matt Martell and Chase Parker, according to (laughs) Wrestling Inc. Uh, Yeah, Everrise, they spoke with Andy Murray at What Culture, and they said they were surprised to be released back on June 25th. Um, So it was kind of what they basically said in a nutshell was that on that podcast, they said that they were just as surprised as anyone because, um, and, and honestly, when I heard that they were released, because I do watch NXT, they'd been like featured in like several segments recently. So it was kind of similar to the whole Alistair black thing where he comes out. I don't know if you guys saw that where he comes out, he kicks big E and then he was gone and then he was gone the next week. It's, it's kind of the similar kind of thing with ever rise where they're doing backstage segments and you think they're going somewhere with these guys. And then all of a sudden they're just released and that has to be kind of shocking. So it really sucks. So, yeah, it is shocking, but uh, you were speaking on Alistair Black, and he just recently made his debut on AEW. Uh, Brilliant transition shit, mm, that mm. song. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, it was during an Arn Anderson segment. Um, he was about to talk, and light went out. Mm-hmm. Light came back on. Tommy End was in the ring. Mm-hmm. Black Mass Anderson. <laughs> Cody Rhodes come and check on him. Black Mask. Cody Rhodes, and then uh, just left. So, pretty f- impactful entrance. Yeah, definitely right? so, yeah. What is he going under? 
He's going. He's going to be called Malachi Black ah. in uh, AEW. Malachi. Malachi. Yeah. I, now I think they tried a Malachi. Malachi was in the WWE. He was the kind of going to be the antithesis to the Undertaker. Right, right. He, he was a he '90s was a, guy, right? Like yeah, what, no, all, no, we're, no, we're all the, white. No, no this was, was early 2000s, 2000s, early 2000s, oh, rather. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he he would wear all white, and he would talk about sinners, and he had a cool yeah, staff. Cross. Yeah. Yeah, and his, his cross. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he also mm-hmm. <laughs> they they had a they had Ray Mysterio squash him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It didn't work for him, so McMahon was like, "Yeah, you're gonna get squashed by yeah. this cruiserweight." <laughs> uh, what I thought was crazy about that whole uh, that AEW thing—did you hear about? Yeah, the- I did. Yeah, the uh, somehow um, the the federation, this big bad like monopoly of a wrestling company, uh, screwed up their uh, their um, no compete clause. No, non-compete clause. Yeah, for it's supposed to be ninety days. But nobody renewed him when he moved to uh, the main roster. So NXT was 30 days. So after 30 days, that's why Boom. that's where we are now. Way to go, yeah. Alistair Malachi Black. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know what they're going to... I mean, who, who do you think they'll feud him with in AEW? Well, obviously like we know Cody Rhodes. And, and that's the thing about it is that I kind of feel like... Since Cody cannot compete for the AEW title, he's like the official doormat to yeah, AEW. He's, he's, he's like, like the, the intro he's guy. The Hulk Hogan. He's the guy. Well, he's the guy you come in and the first guy you fight, yeah. right? Because Hogan, Hogan right. could have the title, you know. Yeah, but, true. Hogan would Hogan would politic and bitch. Yeah, he would get the title. He would have never said, "I can never get the title." <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of people who never had the title, this oh. is another sad story. Yes. Uh, so. And I think we should actually, yeah, raise, yeah, we'll raise a glass to him. Too. Yeah, with uh, with our, our good dear friend of the pod, um, Terry Funk, legend of pro wrestling. Uh, it's reportedly he is suffering from de- dementia. Uh, this was actually reported on the, I mentioned the Don Morocco podcast, uh, which is, I mean, if you like, if you for the sidebar, if you like wrestling podcasts, it's it's okay. <laughs> but Don Morocco is not an eight. Like he doesn't. Where does it rank against Pin the Champ? Oh, I would say we're a better podcast. Than that. <laughs> like it just in the sense that we're more entertaining. Just remember that, guys. I mean, yeah, Don Morocco has better stories probably, but he also is like, yeah. I, uh, <coughs> well, we can make up our own stories. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Half I remember, this shit is made up, guys. I remember when Roddy Piper, you know, told me you always give a fifty dollar bill to a jobber in case you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, sorry. So um, he's receiving, uh, our, our friend Terry Funk is receiving a residential care for multiple issues, including dementia. I mean, that's unfortunately not a surprise with that. And what is it? CTE. CTE. Um, you know, the brain stuff, right? Yeah, it's all the brain stuff. I mean, you can't, you can't do what Terry Funk has done for right. us as fans to mm. your body. For as long as that, and not, not have consequences, and you know, unfortunately, it sucks. Uh, so we, you know, we wish him the absolute best, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you know, hopefully he'll uh, bounce back. Maybe he can get some of that um, stuff that uh, what's his face injects into his brain. What uh, AJ? Uh, it's some kind of hormone, like or, not hormone, but no, it's uh, like a like a like a stem cell or stem something. Cell something. Yeah. yeah, he injects it into the brain, and it like regrows your brain tissue. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, it's magic. Can it man. make you well, smarter? Probably. I mean, he's can uh, you recover lost brain cell? 
I mean, <laughs> probably that's what it does. It grows them back. Oh, what are we talking so, about? Anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, very sad stuff about Terry Funk. We do wish him the best. Hopefully he'll be surrounded by his whole wrestling community and his fan base. Yeah. And they will help nurse him back to health because he is a legend. Uh, legit. Like, he's a fucking legend of what he does. So... But uh, today, guys, uh, so we're going to go ahead and toast to number one, to Terry Funk's recovery. Yes. And number two, uh, how fucking awesome is it that we are back in person here today? Cheers. In the, cheers. Cheers. In Can't the place where it all started. Now I get to see all your ugly mugs. Back. We did yeah. the uh, Origins episode here. Yeah, we've only recorded like three episodes here. Yeah, but now we're recording another one, and, uh, and we're back. We're back in Woo. the saddle again. Hopefully, Woo. as far as this uh, COVID, just stay the fuck away. Um. So yeah, and we, we might be able to cancel Zoom soon. Yeah, fuck Zoom. <laughs> Not, don't fuck Zoom. Zoom took us through a very critical time in our existence, and it was pretty easy. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. like how there's a lady who says, "Now recording." You want to secretly record people. Correct. (laughs) I don't want anyone to know that we're now recording. (laughs) We're recording. All right. So welcome to the March 15th. We've we've hopped back in the old time machine, and we're back to March 15th, 1993. Uncut. Uh, Uncooked. We start this episode with the voice. Uncensored. He forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Fuck. I'm sorry. Let's try this again. All right. Uncooked. Uncut. Uncut. Uncensored. Yeah, we got it eventually. <laughs> All right, so we start with the voice of Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, today, Bartlett is dressed like Vince McMahon. Um, oh I, I don't know what you're talking about. He was Vince McMahon. Oh, that was Vince? That was Vince. I mean, who dresses like that? Who else would dress like that? <laughs> but a sign even came up that said, not Vince McMahon. Nah, he that, well, smelled like Vince. Yeah, I mean, he looked didn't like happen. Vince. He dressed like Vince. I mean, I did see the sign, but I mean, you know, who could... <laughs> Kevin, he, he, Kevin Dunn was probably munching on some carrots and didn't didn't see it. He was like, but it was a fake Bobby Heenan, though, right? He oh, that was not Bobby Heenan. Like Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Heenan. That was no Bobby Heenan was in Florida at the time. I don't know who that bozo. <laughs> that was Elvis. That was yeah. Elvis. So uh, Gorilla Monsoon says that the blizzard of 1993 has thrown a monkey wrench into things. Uh, they cut to some pics of some pretty crazy looking snow, and they run down the matches that are going to happen tonight. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon, he mentions that Vince McMahon and Savage aren't there because they are in the Big Apple at Michael Landon's first annual Leukemia Award Center. Uh, he says that Hogan is going to pre- be presenting the award, um, and Bartlett, we see early on, is going to stay in character as Vince McMahon during the whole show, even though Kyle disagrees. Um, <laughs> I, I, sure I, I don't know if we watched the same thing, <laughs> but... Uh, so... Bartlett announces us uh, as Vince McMahon into Monday Night Raw, and we hear the music of the bad guy, Razor Ramon, right? The bad the guy. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get our first match of the evening. We get a, 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 our favorite, which is a, a good, legit jobber match here. Uh, on our our love jobbers. Ross Greenberg. I can talk yeah. a little bit about our boy Listen, Ross. I want to I wanna mention that I love his. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing that I like. And if you can't see me right now, what I'm doing is you really should just go watch the match because when they introduce Russ Greenberg and he his his like uh, name pops up on the screen, what he turns and does into the screen is just like epic. <laughs> He's, He's awesome. just like, oh, yeah. Eight year career, man. Yeah. Russ Greenberg, he started uh, in 91. Uh, so he's uh, two years into the game at this point. 
Yes. Uh, he's worked matches with Ted DiBiase, Jake the Snake Roberts, Earthquake, uh, Typhoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Song is like... You're wasting our time. No, this is important. He hates... Now he's a realtor. Yeah, he teamed with uh, Brian Walsh for a while, and he lost to uh, uh, Alex and Paul Roma, the the Roma brothers. Uh, Ex-Four Horsemen, Paul Roma. Yep, and he (laughs) actually uh, wrestled his last match with Julio Sanchez, and he lost to the Hardy Boys. He retired in 1999 and uh, now works as a producer in the NBO. Who's your source? Uh, this is ProWrestlingFandom.com. Sweet. So we get Razor Ramon versus Russ Greenberg, who now we know more about than Razor Ramon. <laughs> which, right. which is cool, dude. I actually do enjoy learning about these guys because I have learned, like, I didn't know that dude, what that one dude was, uh, like, too cold. Was it? No, I knew who Too Cold one? Scorpio. Oh, you were talking about a Sexy. Grandma, yeah, yeah, Scott Taylor. Yeah, with yeah. Scotty Tuati. That's right. So this was vintage Razor Ramon character work here before the match, right? Trash talking the guy who's taking his jewelry. If anything happens to this, you know, you're going to get it. Yeah. Uh, One thing I want to point out about this match is Razor Ramon has one of the best abdominal stretches in the business. Like, he has a legitimate abdominal stretch. Right, it's great. It looks painful as fuck. Yeah, and Ross takes it like a champ. Is it Russ or Ross? Russ. Ross. Ross, okay. Gotcha. I don't know why I typed Russ. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, what? Nothing. I thought it was Russ. Oh, I thought it was Russ too, but I don't know. This one's short though. Uh, Razor hits Greenberg with a patented Ragers at, uh, Ragers Edge. Ragers <laughs> Edge. The Ragers Edge. Sorry, this is the which is the GoBot version of. <laughs> <laughs> of it is Ross Greenberg. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah, I shouldn't be taking the notes anymore. No, it's okay. So, so either way, Razor unfortunately defeats Russ Greenberg. We wanted Russ to win, right? I mean, we root for the jobber here on Pin the Champ. <laughs> um, one thing I want to point out, and you know, of course, you know, we kind of wrap up at the end as well. But I do want to point out here that two matches in, when I realized I was getting two jobber matches in a row, <laughs> I was like, "This is going to be a compelling Raw." <laughs> uh, when they, when the next match happened, Typhoon versus La Gore, no relation to La Knight. La Gore, man, uh, one of the. He's one of the actual like kind of unsolved mysteries of the wrestling world. He's he's one of those jobbers that is like very because uh, he has a name. He's been murdered. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's one of those murdered jobbers uh, that you hear tell about. No, but he has like a, a a assumed name that's not like Jimmy Malone or Ross Greenberg. You know, like so like different people have been L.A. Gore. Well, no, no, he he's the only L.A. Gore. He looked, wasn't he like really uh, like crazy looking? If I remember, he yeah. looks he looked like, like this. Yeah, he was like he was like the perm. He was he was DDP permed. Uh, 288 pounds. He yeah. uh, actually wrestled for WCW in '91, and then uh, was he called LA Gore then? He was. So that's the thing. He was called LA Gore in both, uh, and and so so what? the thing is is possibly that he's a. Uh, you know, kind of a his name's kind of a take on Al Gore. Oh, <laughs> that's that's possibly or, the thought. Or La Gore. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. I thought he was a uh, a uh, actor who liked to play in horror movies. There we go. He was a school bus driver. Yeah. Yep, he legitimately was a school no, bus driver. No, but he could. Oh, that was just like he does look like a school bus driver. 
He does look. Like, he looks like the kind of guy who would drive like a like a Ford Chevelle or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, Typhoon wins handily with a big splash. Obviously, uh, here during our second match of the night. In his Not, defense, L.A. Gore drank seventeen Budweisers before wrestling, so that's why he lost to old uh, tugboat. Is this something you're reading on the internet right now? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck are you? T- These are my sources. My sources tell You're me. You're not saying what happen. the sources are. <laughs> a, a good reporter never reveals his sources. <laughs> what the fuck? So Typhoon wins this match. Uh, I looked it up because I was like, "Where the hell is Earthquake?" Um, and so Earthquake was still around at this point. It seemed like definitely Typhoon was playing it up to the audience. So I think he was face at this point. Don't know if Earthquake was had turned back heel. Or not at this point, I I would have to, you know, research that a little bit more. But uh, just was it did come to my mind. I was like, where's the natural disasters? He's still wearing natural disaster clothes. <laughs> Those were the best ring gears. I love that ring gear, dude. I love natural disasters. They were awesome. Um, next up, Bobby Heenan. He's in the ring. Yep. He's raising hell about something before the Ico Pro uh, and WWE figure commercials. You can tell he's like pissed off at somebody at the ringside for like. Handing him like a mic that wasn't hot or something. I don't know. Uh, he's interviewing Giant Gonzalez and Harvey Whippleman about their WrestleMania 9 match against The Undertaker. Thank God. Um, listen, I don't know if you did any research on Whippleman, but turns out Whippleman just won a Bruno. local. He won a local election just now. What? He's been sworn into local uh, office in his hometown of Mississippi. Uh, he's uh, elected the local board of aldermen as of seven four seven five or something like that that makes god yeah i i know his real name is bruno what do you know about harvey whoopleman's song he's white (laughs) (laughs) this is why someone has to jump into the ring and get trampled by people yeah i really enjoyed pinning him today we did our photo shoot, by the way, guys, um, our, yeah. for our listeners. We did a photo shoot earlier today. Uh, the pinning thing um, is is sub, not is completely different topic, though. He he was pinning him for a completely different thing. <laughs> Shout out to Pui too for being our photographer. Yeah, thank you, Pui, for filming it. Yeah, absolutely for filming. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we get Bobby Heenan here. We get great. Giant Gonzalez. We always get Harvey great. Whippleman. Always great. He's. It's it's really nostalgic looking back and getting to see that big giant dumb looking face dude with the with Stupid the with the freaking yeah. the clothes. What, I, I why what were they thinking? Like legitimately, they were thinking we have to cover up some parts with the fur. Well, well, I was gonna say, do you think he was that unripped? Like, no, he had that lack of a body. Like he, he just didn't like have a, a shirt on. Well, he's he flabby. Di- diff- he's different, flabby. different. He's just this tall dude. He doesn't have the uh, body type that yeah. McMahon get hard on for, you know, like the <laughs> twelve. Make him a suit. When you're when you're like eight feet tall, your proportions are going to be different. I don't know. The Big Show you know? did it. The Big Show. No, he looked right, but he was like not as tall as they said he was either. He was seven foot. Yeah, he's seven. Yeah, seven foot. Four. I stand by the fact he was five ten. Yeah, five, everyone knows that Paul, he was the he was just the show. Paul White, the regular show. <laughs> so we get another quick WrestleMania nine commercial, uh, and then we get another match, uh, which finally some legit 
It's a legit match. It's a good pa- match. Papa Shango versus Bob Backlund. Charles Wright, great fucking um, wrestler. Bob Backlund. What a contrast of characters here. Two um, different styles. But, but this was actually a decent match, albeit a bit slow, especially when Papa Shango slowed it down with his headlocks and things like that. But yeah. all in all, Bob Backlund style contrasted, I think, with Papa Shango very well. I And I always love seeing Papa Shango because I'm a huge Papa Shango fan. So. Yeah, this is the second episode in a row you get to see him. Yep. Look at you. Um, Papa Shango is one of those characters that makes me wish that WWE would kind of go the way. Have you ever thought like how cool it would be if they would start letting like characters get passed down? From generation to generation, oh, like no, like yeah. if if it's not necessarily God. one person is Papa Shango, it's like you give that mantle to someone else. Well, then they, they do, do that with Sin Cara. Well, they, they do, that's got, easy like, to do with mass wrestlers. Sin Cara and then like got well, a. They kind of did it with Nat uh, Nettie Nineheart because she yeah. uses the the uh, fi- uh, not the figure four Jesus the sharpshooter. Sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte, you know, but like I agree, I like I like when legacies are passed down because mm-hmm. like you may not. It's hard, right? So, like, yeah. not every character needs to be passed down or have, right. like, like certain oh, I'm ones the Macho cool. Man or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. I think it, I like, I mean, it could lend know. itself Some to certain like things. people didn't like the Ronda Rousey doing the, the Roddy Ooh. Roddy Piper mm-hmm. thing. I didn't mind it. I didn't either. Um, because it was blessed by Piper. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you I know, so I, I, I think that, like, I liked that kind of stuff. I liked when they were doing the four horsewomen versus the new horsewomen. And yeah, I, I wish it had gone further. More of that stuff. Well, they can have a reunion soon, right? If Becky ever comes back. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, they, they, Bailey's out now. You too. know that's going to happen soon, especially now that ba- that Bailey's out. They're going to bring Beck out. She's going to be back as soon as these crowds are back, probably. Right? I Maybe. mean, if she wants to, she's yeah. a baby now. Mm-hmm. She's a mother. But she also is. A wife wrestling too, fan, but she's also a wife. Yeah, but a she's still a wrestler. True. So they're plugging Mania Nine hard on this episode. Uh, we get back to me and Gene with another Mania report. He says it's going to be the biggest toga party ever. Gene cuts to Yokozuna. He's beating up a jobber after a match. I'm assuming. Uh, side note: Ray Rougeau is interviewing Mister Fuji during the beatdown. Uh, just shout out to the Rougeau brothers. Uh, this is Ray's interviewing days. Uh, we get backstage interviews from Money Incorporated during this uh, Mania 9 preview and Undertaker about their respective matches. And then we get back to the ring with Nasty Boys versus Head Shrinkers, guys. This is our main event of the night. Um, like I said, this is not going to be a difficult raw to get through because not <laughs> no, much happened. Not, not a lot of matches. But, uh, but Once yeah. again, the best thing about this raw is that it's very short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is uh, Nasty Boys, Babyface era Nasty Boys, which is not doesn't really work. Um, I know you didn't like him anyway. No. So they're not Song's favorite. Can't yeah. stomach him. He's not Song doesn't like fan. going to Pity City. Nope. So I know that we have your complete buy-in to this match because it's your favorites, right? You were just like ecstatic over this main event. This you really... love the Head Shrinkers. But I, the Head Shrinkers uh, are cool. Yeah, I like the Head Shrinkers. They're fun. They're uh, a fun team. Where was the third one? Well, commentary mentioned that oh, Appa wasn't out there uh, yeah. with the head yeah. shrinkers. Uh, he, we he don't. He was know. in customs. <laughs> he had he. They saw that thing yeah. around his neck. They, the he, shrunken uh, head. Yeah. They. He was arrested for the murder of five children. He was arrested for the murder of the jobber that we talked about <laughs> earlier. He was arrested, arrested for the murder of L.A. Gore. <laughs> L.A. Gore. He yeah. murdered L.A. Gore in the dressing room. It was very gory. Oh. oh that 
Mm. Low hanging Boo. fruit. I love it. Boo. Lagore. So, yeah. Lagore. Um, <laughs> this match ended when the teams fought to a double countout, which made it especially thrilling. I hate. I think we all know that I hate double countouts. Yeah. They began attacking each other with a, a hot dog stand, and eventually they upgraded to chairs. To, yeah, it was, it was like, so that was the first was one so of those dumb. on Monday Night Raw. Oh. First of many, right? Yeah, no, you're right. This is yeah. technically the first uh, Monday Night Raw hot dog stand or burger stand fight. First right? hardcore match on Monday Night Raw. Technically. <laughs> hardcore, I think, is. Do you think it That's, counts as hardcore? Uh, they used weapons. But but they, but, but they get huge. double counted out, mm, and but not because of the weapons, because they're outside. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, guys, I listeners, it was over yeah, by. yeah, listeners, we're gonna we're gonna bring this. Kyle says, Kyle says that this. Kyle says that this is the this counts as the first hardcore match on Raw because they used weapons. Jer says, I don't know about what you think. We'll, we'll, we'll see who you No one cares what's on. No, come on. Everybody <laughs> cares what I think. That's right. That's true. That's right. He, they're pretty much, he's the only one they really tune That's in. That's true. Before. He's the babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, shut up and let Song talk. <laughs> they're going to make shirts that say that. I'll make sure that says that. But, but, but what I think, where were we? Uh, you said, oh, fuck, I've lost the whole train of I thought. said that. The, the this is the first uh, hardcore match on yes. Raw, and I say that it cannot be considered the first hardcore match because it was fought under regular rules, not hardcore rules, and it ended in a double countout. So it can't really be a hardcore match. What do you guys think? Let us know. Hit us up on the pin the champ page. We need to find out. Speaking of. Hardcore matches song. Uh, I believe you have uh, a listicle for us today. I do. I have the list of song. The song spotlight. Song spotlight. We're gonna feature foreign objects. Today's song is gonna talk to us about his favorite foreign, foreign objects. objects. He's gonna spotlight, <laughs> spotlight his favorite song. foreign spotlight objects. That's right. Song. So what I, I compiled a list of my top ten favorite foreign objects. Now, do you base this? favorite foreign objects on things that you enjoy watching wrestlers hit other wrestlers with or more of what you wish you could hit me with no, or anybody right. with, you know a little bit of both no <laughs> this list was compiled of like like what I, I like to see visually mm-hmm. and how effective the weapon is used mm-hmm. and how if it actually finished anybody can okay win a Ooh, match I like the criteria so that's how I came up with this list uh, okay yeah, so uh, number ten, I chose the kendo stick. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's. I thought that would be higher up on the list. <laughs> There's it's the highest. Uh, well, it, yeah, I no, guess no. You, that's the bottom of the list, right? Well, yeah. effective wise, it's yeah, good for right. visual, but um, it's kind of a weak weapon. It's been overused. Um, mm. It never ends matches. You're right. That's it never right. Ends matches, and then you know, but it was like some of the users been you know, almost everybody knew but it's most famously known with uh, Sandman from ECW mm-hmm. he would enter the ring with it and just start using it right off the bat um, so it's it's a little bit uh, it's low on the list because of the effectiveness of the mm-hmm. weapon itself what's I, cool I about it is creativeness yeah. the creativeness is a plus people use it pretty right. creatively wieldability is is I, I, I not my list obviously but for me 
It's like a baseball. It has to be. Right. Well, that's why I like it. Yeah. I like I like things right. that are that like. It, well, it looks. It, it also it makes looks for, like it hurts. Right. When it, you, and also make the sound. It's believable. Right. But yeah. at the same time, I agree with you, song. It doesn't end matches. Gotcha. No. Okay. So number nine, the acoustic guitar. Ooh. Okay. Normally honky tonk man. Um, Elias J- never drew J- a dime. Uh, Jason, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. So guys like those. Um, it's visually cool when they get a good smack on the head and the guitar mm. actually explodes. Love it. Right? So that's cool. And then um, the it's also one of those weapons where you can't really use it without getting caught. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That it's thing loud explodes. Yeah, and it explodes. Pieces yeah. are scattered everywhere. It's like the ref. <laughs> well, sometimes the ref didn't look at it. At all. Like, Why didn't you sweep this ring, you dirty ref? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I I like the. I think the guitar is a good one, especially when not so much the TNA guitars because mm-hmm. those, if you guys remember, would just fall. You'd look at them the wrong way. Like paper mache, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the Fed always did pretty good guitars that like. Would hold up to like you know whoever is gyrating with it mm-hmm. like you know if it's Double J, you know, uh, or if it's Honky Tonk Man mm-hmm. or if it's Elias. Yeah. Um, they look, they look like they can like they look they look good. They're good worked props. Um, great, I like that. And it's cool because it's a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're mixing rock and roll with with. Rock with and wrestling. wrestling, yeah, and exactly. Rock and wrestling connection, and that in it, in and of itself is inherently cool, and I think it gets the iconic. Uh, you've got the iconic honky tonk, right? You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, yeah, that's one of those weapons, or that also I think it gets a bonus point because it's, it's associated with, with somebody that's yeah, iconic. Definitely, I agree. Definitely. So uh, number eight is the uh, shock stick or the oh, the mountie, the mountie. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I always, <laughs> as a heel, I I grow up loving heel tactics. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just funny to me to see a human being get shot. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Do you know that? Go ahead. No. And I was gonna say, of course, uh, Roddy Rowdy Piper had that uh, classic. Uh, oh, yeah. You remember? Yeah. It's just what I remember from childhood. Like Mountie thought he got him with the shock stick, and then he like. Rubber shock suit, shock suiters on the back. Like, oh man, the uh, good guy got one over the bad guy. Finally, so that's That's cool. Oh, and then uh, Scott Hall used it as part of the NWO. NWO also actually helped uh, Kevin Nash um, with Goldberg. Exact in the streak. Yeah, that's how he ended the streak. That's right. And it and it it ends matches. It Mm -hmm. is, but it's. I think I would I would qualify it up there with like the sledgehammer, where. You can't really use it to its full potential because <laughs> right. you'll kill somebody. You, you'll severely <laughs> right. injure somebody, or like they'll piss themselves, right. or like their bowels will loose. I would say my favorite example ever of the cattle prod that I remember because it was my favorite dude, Brett, was the Intercontinental Champion, and the story at the time was that Brett had he was just sick. He had he had, he was ill already, but then he had to fight the Mountie. And then the Mountie threw water on him and then hit him with the shock stick and then won the title. Even worse. It was just, yeah. it was like, that would, That to me was like, oh, snap. That was the best <laughs> usage ever. 
and I think I'm remembering that right. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure so. I'm remembering yeah. that correctly. Yeah. That he threw the water on him first and like Brett was already sick. Cause I think they wanted to make Brett look strong. So they said he's already ill. Plus he got hit with a shock stick. It was right. just like dastardly. And you were like, I was ultra mad because I was like, the Mountie can never beat Brett <laughs> in, in, a Brett fair fight. in a fair yeah, fight. A fair fair fight. fight. Exactly. Why is the referee never watching? <laughs> That's a good one, man. <laughs> so number seven is the uh, steel steps. Uh, mm. Okay. This weapon is uh, versatile. You can mm. use it all kinds of ways. You can throw it. And if you use it right, it don't disqualify you. So you can true. Mm. If you hit them, yeah. hit, if you throw hit the your steps opponent. with the person, right. even in Watts's rules, as long as exactly. their momentum is hitting them, mm-hmm. then it's not your fault. Right. So that kind of got double points for me. A weapon you can use that won't get you disqualified. I like that a lot. Effective. That's a good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know, it's so it's been <laughs> everybody has used the ring step, mm-hmm. even like uh, you know the big giants like Big Show and stuff like that. I think I even remember seeing. Uh, Little Ray pick up a ring step once to try to <laughs> crack somebody in the head with it. Yeah, so versatility is the reason the ring steps on this list. Love it. Gotta say, if I was gonna point out something that was against the ring steps, if I was a wrestler, I'd be like, God damn, those look cumbersome. They, they <laughs> probably like, are cumbersome. You know, yeah. when I see people like even like a big dude like Reigns, yeah, yeah, he's like, it just doesn't like even for the biggest dudes, it looks cumbersome. Right. But the that is interesting that you, that you point out. Like if you use them in the right way, they're not illegal. They're not illegal. I yep. like that's that. very cool. Do you think that applies with everything though? Like mm. if you hit them with the momentum of that? No, no, no. Because that, that that's technically technically speaking, the ring steps are not a foreign object. Ugh. They are a localized part object. of the ring. Yeah, so it becomes foreign when they uh, knock Pick it, it up. loose. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It becomes True. universal. True. Universal. Universal object. Yes. Universal object. History What's next, lesson. son? So we're on to number six now. The tables. Oh, oh yeah. classic. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Made famous by uh, Dudley Boys. Get uh, the tables. D- 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 get the Devon. Get the tables. Devon, mm. my brother. <laughs> yeah, so the table also, you can, the table has Stand its own by. match. It has its own match. One of the few uh, weapons that can have a match base around it. Yeah. Yes. And the outcome is determined by you going over it or through it. Going I over love, it. I love be the awesome. tables. Yeah. I, I think tables is the most classic imagery of wrestling. People still mm-hmm. think of wrestling as like breaking through a table, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, um, the uh, I don't know. I know you got, um, Jeremiah, you're not much of a football fan, but the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, their fan base, have adopted going through over the table as a celebration. I heard about that, though. After every win, they jump themselves through a table. So well, Every fan? No. Nah. Yeah, all, every single fan. <laughs> I was like, damn, they're man. All, well, I mean, that's... They, the, call they, them, they still root for Buffalo Bills. They, yeah. <laughs> they call themselves the Bill Mafia or something like that, mm. and they're, they're like the craziest fan base. In, and Who is Buffalo Bill? And why does he have his own football team? <laughs> I have no clue how they came up with that name, man. Uh, speaking of tables, uh, Sheamus won his first WWE title against John Cena in a tables match. I've always wanted to put somebody through a table. You we can, table we can right do here. that. I was gonna say I'll put right somebody here. through a table. We yeah. want to do like a wooden. But I have a let's bad get back. one. Let's get one from uh, from a 
Like we could gimmick it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could do it like in the front yard, backyard yeah, videotape. It. It'd be great. Great. We're backyard wrestling now. Yeah. Yes. Trash bag yeah. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. What's uh, next? Table after tables. Is it ladders and then chairs? You got it. <laughs> you that's fantastic. <laughs> that's what you did. Five is ladders. Ladders. <laughs> Love it. You can, uh, you can hit people with it. Or my favorite is always when the high flyers are on the ladders. Also has doing. its own match. Yeah. Also <laughs> has its own match. And... Like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, um, I, I like it when the uh, the high flyers jump off the ladder onto somebody doing their, like, uh, Jeff Hardy back in the day with the swanton bomb off a freaking 20-foot ladder was just crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the image of uh, some of the matches that involves ladders just kind of stick in your mind. The um, old uh, the Razor Ramon and uh, Shawn Michaels match. And then there's still an image that's like with uh <laughs> I think it's either Matt or Jeff Hardy hanging on a belt and Edge. Edge That's what I was Ray just about off. to say. The spear off the ladder. Yeah, classic. One of the most it classic. It just sticks in your brain. Thing. Uh, love it. Plus money in the bank. You wouldn't be able to have money in the bank without. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It All can right. also be used as a tool to build stars. So stars. stars. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on to number four. These are the brass knuckles. Oh, the knucks. Mm. Love the knucks because they can be hidden in the tights. Exactly. They are effective. They will almost always in the match. They always they always in the match. And I was saying it's easy to hide, which is uh why I like it. And it's uh and then um, you know <laughs> uh William Regal, I was gonna call him Steven Regal. Um, <laughs> A man's man. Right. <laughs> William Regal was uh one of the uh Famous news of the Nucks, and then now you got AEW who has uh, the Butcher is hiding Nucks in his uh, tights and cracking Orange Cassidy in the head every week with this bad news brown back in the day. I love, I think the Nucks are a great weapon because they instantly carry a, everybody knows what they are, even if nobody's ever like used one or seen one. They're just like, oh shit, that that's that's a thing that'll fuck you up. That'll end your day wrong. <laughs> and you don't like unlike a sledgehammer, you don't have to do stupid things to sell it. You can just do it like a light tap. Mm-hmm. Right. And it always looks brutal. It always looks brutal. And they don't even have to be real knuckles. Like that's the beauty of No, I think fucking great choice. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so number four, this is the uh this is the weapon that inspired this list. Okay. It is the briefcase. Oh, the yes. Halliburton. The Halliburton. So we, a couple episodes ago, we watched a beefcake got splattered with it a couple times until mm-hmm. that scrawny little Jimmy Hart covered beef, him up. With a beefcase. Yes. Yeah. So it's an effective <coughs> weapon. It's heavy. You can tell it makes an impact every time you use it. And now with... Uh, I think they're trying to incorporate it as a weapon more. That's why they're like having the money in the bank winner just mm-hmm. carry around with them and it becomes an instant uh, foreign object for the uh, holder. I'm a fan of when the, of how personalized they can be. They can personalize the briefcase to, to the person that's holding it. And I love it when when they get nice and dented up after somebody's held them for like a oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. You can like see, you can be like, I remember that scuff and that paint was from when he hit Jeff Hardy in the face. <laughs> You know, yes. some shit like that. That's what's cool about the, you know, I'm I'm totally down with ladders, briefcases, because it's all surrounding the money in the bank. And to me, that's like, 
second favorite. Well, this must this is the Money in the Bank episode. So yeah, I figure yeah. I gear it towards you. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> so number two, the uh, championship belt. Oh, hey man, love it. Because number one, you got to be a champ to you. Well, I guess you could steal somebody's belt and use it against that's them. But true. That's true. Like, that's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. Is when a bad guy uses the hero's belt to fucking mm-hmm. his own belt. Yeah. Dirty. Love it. Yeah. And you can use it to. Uh, my favorite is always when they actually like do a move onto the belt. Like mm-hmm. their most recent episode of NXT, mm-hmm. uh, LA Knight with the uh, million dollar title. Cameron Grimes. Yep. He, he did <coughs> Cameron Grimes right onto that belt, mm-hmm. which made for a pretty cool effect. And then, um, you know, if, you, if you're in the position to have the championship title be your belt, you're pretty good in the company. That's right. Yeah. Even if it's a 24-7 title. Except that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that belt can't hurt anybody. I like the big gold belt. I, the belt that looks oh, like it'll man. make an impact. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big yeah. Gold belt. That was the most beautiful belt. I always wanted to hold it. It looks like it weighed it 50 pounds. Like, yeah. <laughs> Spinner belt looks like it would hurt oh, when you fuck hit, that belt. get hit with that belt. No, yes. that belt does look like it's yeah, legit. Like, like 50 pounds. Yeah. It's got gears and shit. That's in what it, I mean. Man. It looks like it hurt fucking yeah. bad. Absolutely. And number one? I think you guys know what number one is. Mm-hmm. It's got to uh, be the fucking Brian Pillman's chair. gun. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes. The it's got to be the chair, right? The steel chair. The steel chair. Well, what can you say? It's got to be number one on everybody's list, right? right. Abdullah the Butcher's Fork. Had to be. Uh, I mean, that's awesome, too. That's a whole different As list. long as it doesn't give you hep We can do Abdullah. Oh, man. Going through Abs- trying to... <laughs> like put this list together. Yeah. Like he forgot all about all the weird weapons that were used. Like yes. uh, somebody had a weighted boot. Oh, I love a weighted boot. A weighted, a weighted boot because you tap it, you tap it to get rid because it'll uh, the weight will go to the heel <laughs> right, right. when you tap it. This is an old that's an old like mid south thing where yeah. they tap the boot yep. and so the weight rolls to the heel. Mm-hmm. And when the ref comes over to check the boot, there's no weight at the front of it, <laughs> right. and then they load Boom. the boot. They load the boot. Everybody yep. sees. See, oh, I fucking love him. There was that, and then John Cena. Glove. Remember love John Cena glove. back in his old uh, rapper day had a the chain and mm. wrap around himself yeah. too. So Hercules with the with the chain as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love uh, it. Yeah, so it's pretty. So that's my list. If anybody else uh, want to let us know what you think about um, the best foreign object, don't have to use my criteria. Just make up your own if you want. Yeah, let us know what you think is the best. Is is songs list the the best? What would your list be? Um, I do want to mention, I think one of the, the most vicious, what is the most vicious thing that you saw with the, with the chair? Cause I think it's gotta be Foley versus rock, right? In terms of, uh, uh like, rock was yeah. bad. with I've the seen, face, like in I the mean, face. Any, like, anytime you see somebody do one of those things where they put the arm in the chair and then they close the chair uh, yeah. by yeah. jumping on it. Yeah. I'm, looks every terrible. Every time I see that, I'm just like, there's no way that you can sell that that doesn't just fucking break your arm. But somehow they always do. But that one, to me, always looks terrible. Um, I agree. The Fo- Foley and The Rock, I mean, I think I think Foley said it in his um, biography a few times where he was just like, you know, The Rock went really far, too far. And I think The Rock has apologized yes. since then because, yeah. what, you know, America's you remember favorite... what that was? Was it a... It wasn't it was a mania, a, right? It was, it was a Royal Rumble yeah, I Quit match. I Quit okay. match. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. It was brutal. That was so rough. That, and the that, kids were there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like, what, that wasn't that like what was highlighted in like Dark Side of the Ring or whatever yeah, it was. That, it was or, also Beyond the Mat. Or Beyond the Mat. Maybe that that's it. About that too. Yeah. But yeah, that was a brutal, brutal match. It got, it got hard to watch. 
And you did get hard to watch. Uh, I'll tell you another really cool use of recently I saw of the chair is the stuff that Edge has been doing when he's uh he, oh, he's yeah. grabbing that piece of the chair. He knocks the piece right. of the chair yeah. out, and then oh. he puts him in the cross face. Yeah, with it, puts the chair, the piece of chair th- in their mouth, right. and he just like, yeah, that looks vicious. that shit looks rough too. Yeah, chairs should definitely That's be, be chairs everybody's rough, right? number one. Chairs are rough. Prove us wrong. Um. So, all right. Well, song. Thank you for that amazing list. Wonderful that spot. Awesome that was a song. really cool spot. It was actually really fun to kind of go through that and kind of. Delve into the moments behind some of those items. It was the best thing. Which is yeah. weird. Isn't that weird that you can put so many memories behind? You could say lampshade. Right. <laughs> you oh, know, it's like well, I can, an I, like, item. Now I'm thinking like, of like weapons that I distinctly yeah. don't like. And I'm like, oh, anytime somebody gets jabbed with a blade. Anytime yeah. there's like <laughs> a anytime there's like a sharp foreign object. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, Ooh. no, boo, yeah. boo, Tax, none of that. Tacks. Oh, I hate, hate thumbtacks. There was thumbtacks on AEW. It's like sick and morbid, but I still like it's fun it to watch. Looks so but it looks so painful. Yeah, I I would never do a thumbtack match. You would never do that? No way. Not even if you lost a challenge on the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go back on my word. I'm not oh, glass, <laughs> glass um, uh, fluorescent bulbs. Those are the worst. Oh yeah, terrible the worst. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're more like you know garbage wrestling. Yeah, <coughs> exactly. Shit. So, as far as this episode of, of Monday Night Raw, I would say uh, doesn't rank for me too high on the list. There wasn't much to dig my heels into with this Monday Night Raw. I feel like we're on the road to WrestleMania. So, basically, we're just getting a commercial uh, for WrestleMania most of the time. The Papa Shango versus Backlund match I thought was good. Um, you know, Nasty Boys versus Head Shrinkers could have been decent, but when you end with a double count out, Stupid. You know, it's just yeah, stupid. Um, L.A. Gore is the best. <laughs> We're L.A. Gore podcast now. Yeah. We find a new baby. job every, every week. Every week we every find week. a new job to support. <laughs> to celebrate and support. And it's L.A. Gore Woo! this week, baby. You're the jobber of the week. Yeah, L.A. Gore, hit us up if Hell you're out yeah. there, man. Um, well, all right. Well, guys, thanks for stopping by the house today. Yeah. And finally. coming back to, oh, uh, yeah, we deemed our our uh, podcast studio. Uh, we're going to rip off, uh, my you know, my favorite wrestling family's, uh, you know, spot where they used to uh, get bent up like pretzels. Get bent. <laughs> the dungeon. The dungeon. So right now we're going to call it the dungeon, and at least until a heart calls us and tells us to stop, or they're going to see <laughs> yeah, the shit out of us. It's Bruce Hart. So that yeah. means we're on their radar. Like, hey, that hey, means hey, we're on their hey, radar. Hey, you oughtn't, you oughtn't do that. You, that doesn't belong to I'm you. Bruce Hart. You can't steal my I'm, gimmick. I'm Bruce Hart. <laughs> I like, I like pasta. Pasta. But uh, yeah. Thank you so much for, for listening, guys. And let us that. know your thoughts about the show. Hit like or whatever button it is on the app that you use or leave us a, re- leave us a review. Uh, anybody else have anything else to add? Podbean, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcast, YouTube. Um, what else? Song? Only fan. Only fans. Good night. As always, thank you so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. You can hit us up at pinthechamppodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at pinthechamp123. And our Google Voice number is 804-446-1139. We can't wait to hear from you.